but did you think that after after he said that what like what went into your head <laughs> okay see it's right it starts that, there that this is less than zero less than zero so you want like an official you like you tell me what you want Mr. Producer, you want like an official yeah. introduction, or do you want to keep it like so, like super unprofessional? Let's let's go with unprofessional. unprofessional? <laughs> I'm, I'm more comfortable with unprofessional. You want unprofessional? Right, let's do unprofessional. Yeah, let's do unprofessional. All right, let's though. go. Three, two, one. All right, man. Welcome. I'm gonna do the opposite, actually. <laughs> Psych. All right, guys. Uh, very excited. Uh, welcome to the Lessons Your Podcast, episode 38. Uh, first off, shout out to Niall. He is back after two years. Uh, <laughs> right. Feels like. So, it. T, just so you know, he hasn't been on the podcast for like a like two weeks. Oh, yeah. welcome, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, right. Thanks. It's uh, Vicky. Woo! Of course, I'm Julian. We need a we need an audience applause now. Oh yeah, yeah we I need that button. You, I told you we need to get that button where you just get the applause. You get the boo button too. Right. Yeah, yeah, different, yeah, the yeah. laughing ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we got Justin behind the lens. Thank you, sir. Uh, so I just want to just give a quick snapshot. I uh, I read about this story uh, originally in SF Gate, um, local business here in the Bay Area. It's a pho restaurant, two locations, uh, Oakland and Emeryville. It's called Monster Pho. And uh, we're not guest-based. For people that are watching this, we, we don't really do guests. It's just not really what we do. You know, every now and then we do it. If it's something that, as a team, we we, we feel like it kind of gravitates to our heart. And uh, yeah, man, it it's it, it for me, it struck a chord. I'm like, man, this... Sometimes you 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 like shed a tear without telling yourself you're gonna shed a tear, and I I'm getting shaky right now talking about it, and I don't even know why. Like I I can't explain why. Maybe I can relate to it, but um, I thought it'd be a good story, especially since he owns a business during this pandemic, and so many businesses have been deeply affected. But I don't know if that I I don't know if we know on that level how much it's really affected them. So I thought it'd be really good to have him on the show. With that said, T Tran, the owner of Mustafa, welcome. Thank Yay! Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can you tell I'm shaking? <laughs> Can you see? I'm I'm like shaking because like before you start recording, I'm like I want to say all this stuff. It doesn't always end up that way, and I'm like man. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to to we wanted to talk to you and just see. First off, um, how has it been? You know what I mean? This past year with this pandemic, um, you know, during COVID, and also just talk about your story real quick. Yeah, it hasn't um, been really easy. Uh, of course, it hasn't been easy for everybody else. It's just kind of like um, we we thought everything was doing well, but we just kind of got to pivot. Um, so, so we've been fortunate enough that I have a great team. Um, so even before the pandemic hit, uh, we've already talked about like, um, strategies and game plans on what to do, because during that time frame, uh, January, we were hearing all record stuff in uh, Europe and Asia, and we know it's going to come over here anyways. Um, so we had a game plan of how we're going to shut down, what we're going to do, what we're going to do to go. And then everything that I do, I always talk to the staff. Um, and then when we finally came up with the game plan, um, March hit. And then uh, I think the biggest effect on us, because I always pay attention to the Warriors, you know, uh, and 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 I the TV is always on to the Warriors all the time. So I always pay attention to them. I see what's going on. And in the morning, um, I see that they were doing a deep cleaning of the whole arena and everything. And then the afternoon, this is going to do a second deep cleaning. And I'm getting kind of iffy about it, but by seven o'clock at nighttime um, in March, um, they NBA announced that they're going to shut down uh, the game and season and everything. So then I went back and told the staff, I said, you know what, let's shut down one store and then open the other store for to go only. Um, and then that's how it literally like unfold everything that we've done. And then uh, from there, we were the first one to shut down our doors. People thought we were crazy. 
Mm. Um, I even had doctors coming down the street telling us like, dude, you're, you're, you're tripping because there's nothing going on. You know, mm. uh, you're just you're just being too cautious. And then he walked over to the you know the restaurant next door and started eating it. Mm. Um, but, you know, like the first day was kind of tough. Second day, people didn't understand by the third day. People kind of understand what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish, um, even though it kind of sucks because, you know, I, I just lost all my indoor business. Um, but then we, we thought about we're like, you know what, if we can reduce the, the virus and reduce everything, it will be safer for not just only for the customers, but for the safety of my staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, of course, a week later, the government mandated a shutdown of everything. And then, like I said, that's when. People were starting to suffer. We seen a lot of our neighbors. We know a lot of our neighbors from the young um, couple to a mom, single mom with her kid to mm. a elderly 70-year-old people from the, the manage the building next door or even elderly couples that walk around the neighborhood. And that's where we kind of come up with different programs to go along with it. Um, but yeah, like overall, it just hasn't been easy, but uh, we just kind of pivot every single time and we have a good um, team. So you lost, I said, I, I was reading an article. You lost what? 75% of your, that's your indoor business. Yeah. Now is that, wow. is that a fair assessment for all businesses in your industry or is that just you individually? Cause like I see a lot of numbers and I get kind of confused to be honest with you. No, like, I, I can't, uh, I can't say what the other businesses are doing. Um, but from my numbers that I used to do, um, because, um, during that day, I think it was like March 12 or March 11th before I did the shutdown. Um, we had a full house. Uh, the line was outside the door mm. on both locations. And so for me to do that, it literally like I, I calculated my risk and my my numbers and everything. Cause I, I look at it every single day and I calculate my numbers through the POS system every single week. And then we look from month to month and then what's different and all that kind of stuff. So for me personally, I, we didn't used to get a lot of um, to go orders like DoorDash. We were getting more of customers coming in, a lot of people dining in and the line that's waiting. So when I cut, the line that's waiting and our whole wait list and we get like about two three pages of wait list within an hour um so that lost all of that and the people are walking doing to go we lost that why because when people get shelter in place they get concerned they don't want to leave the house yeah right. and now they're not coming out to buying your order they rather just sit at home or cook something or go to a grocery store and then get like a week full of food so you know i i i i, I kind of figured that was going to happen anyways um so when i did my numbers and my calculation and what goes on with the current events and everything. Um, that's how I came up with my number. Uh, with other businesses, um, you know, everybody has a different way of doing things. Um, uh, so I can't really say, but um, yeah, it, it it hurts us about that. I don't think even probably a little bit more, but you know, it's just like, um, we, we, you know, kind of sucked, but I said again, at the end of the day, it's just about safety. Um, if, if I can make sure I put my customers first and the staff first, we took a loss, but this is long term. If they get to go home with their family, they get to go home with a grandma, grandpa, I think it'll be all worth it at the end. Oh yeah. Right? I mean safety everybody first. loves it. Safety first. Safety first. Yeah. yeah. So I'm telling you guys, wear your mask. <laughs> wear your mask. That's what you said last episode too. Exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, we got it right here. Right? <laughs> it's the little things, you know. We're it's just the recording. So oh, yeah. um uh, just so you kind of close things down you know before everyone else did like uh, that's pretty crazy how it's almost like, like how did your like how did your employees deal with that transition so it at first well they all understand we're on the same boat mm-hmm. and so what i did was um i i took care of my employees at the second location because i, I already told them we're going to shut down we don't know how long so mm-hmm. i took care of like you know we're, we're all 
Vietnamese. So they all eat rice and, and, you know, like, um, stock food and all that kind of stuff. So I bought a whole bunch of different things, sugar, salt, bags of sugar, salt, some rice, a little bit, you know, like, uh, Chinese sausage and then like yeah. uncooked sausage, you know, like all these things that they can kind of last longer. Mm-hmm. I let them know and I buy all this stuff and I give it to them, tell them to sit at home, I pay them the payroll. And oh. then the second one, I pay them the payroll. Um, and then uh, what I did was um, when I did the shutdown and we lasted for to go for, I think about a week or a couple of days after. And when the government mandate the shutdown, I closed for exactly one week. Why? Because when they first shut down, things are crazy. Mm-hmm. people don't know what they're doing they've never been through this before and right. nobody's first of all nobody's gonna go out and eat and second of all nobody's gonna um uh go do to go orders and then third of all my staff doesn't feel safe so yeah. i want to make sure everybody sits at home i watch the news every single day all outlets uh, you know cnn um fox news even uh bbc everything you name it. and then i make a judgment that a week later yeah. um i call all my staff hey um i think things are not gonna get better but we're gonna open for to go do you guys feel comfortable Mm-hmm. Um, at first I can only get to hire half of my staff cause I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, but they all got on the same boat and I have people who don't want to work. They sit at home and they wait. Mm-hmm. And if I told them if they need anything, give me a phone call. I help them with whatever they need. And, and it's just that the trust that they had in me, um, they, they felt confident on whatever decisions I make. So that makes me want to make even more careful decisions yeah. to make sure they're safe. Yeah. Um, so, so like I said, I'm very lucky to have people like that to kind of like have the same mindset. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Story is super selfless, man. Like I, I know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm being honest. Like when I was reading it, I was like, man, you know, we all want to do the right thing, but <sighs> I don't know if I could be as selfless as you. I'm going to be completely honest. Like you, you're to the point and I don't know if people know, but for example, explain to me free fall. Free fall for anyone, anytime, any day, any location, no questions asked. So pretty much uh, we, we, we were lucky enough um, that, that Steph and Aisha hooked us up with um, 25K. Who are they? Um, <laughs> you know, just 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 a couple of nice people around the Bay Area. Well, I mean, how did they even hear about you? How did uh, the Koreans even hear yeah, about you? So, so what happened was um, we, during the pandemic, just hit uh, about a couple of weeks later, we got um, a war central kitchen and eat, learn, play got on board. Uh, so the, this is like a nonprofit. Um, they, they, they pay restaurants like $10 for a meal and we distribute these meals. We donate to them um, and that pay for like, you know, a little bit the cost here and there and staffing. And so we distribute the meals to homeless shelters, to uh, first responders, to uh, uh, orphan kids, um, you name it, anybody that needs help. Um, uh, we, we took care of it. We did it the first week. We did a hundred meals and then ended up, they, they liked us the second week, they gave us 200 meals. And then within a the month, we did about 2000. Wow. And then now nine months later, we do over 24,000 meals oh for God. everybody. You and your That's whole crazy. staff, the whole mom, staff, everybody, everybody. And, and, and the crazy part, and I keep on mentioning my staff, my staff is, uh, we opened at 12 when the pandemic first hit and we closed two days. And when we did War Central Kitchen and all of them, we were supposed to, they're supposed to be there like at seven, eight in the morning. They all showed up seven, eight in the morning, five days a week and hustle and get the stuff together and cook fresh food and fresh vegetables and everybody get together and made it happen. Uh, they don't have to come early. They don't have to do none of that kind of stuff. And because of that, they made me look good. And then that passed it on to a couple of the directors and everything. And they gave me a phone call. Um, and they said that um, they, they want a piece of our story just to be on TV. And of course, I mentioned them that 
I, I won't do without mama. So, so I, I make sure I, I reminded the guy every single time. I said, yeah, we're going to do something. We got to include her in it, you know, in everything I do. And, and so he told me he was do like a three minute uh, session on, on a TV show in Tamron Hall. And I said, like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and ended up, he just surprised me with the check. And, and I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I, I never want anything like this. I never want a donation. We just want to do it because we are still able to have a roof over our head and some people don't. And then even we had the money, I never thought it was mine because I did it without it. So it doesn't really change me as much. I mean, of course it does. Don't get me wrong. Um, I still got the 25 grand, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, so then ended up, uh, I thought about it. So, you know, the best way to me to give it back is um, do fall for the people right away. Um, because sometimes people might say, oh, it's only the, you know, the less fortunate and everything. You know, sometimes people just need a hot meal. And and for a, a regular person, a blue collar or anybody, if you can just save $10 a day, that day, you can use it for something else. And that's the way we kind of looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we just kind of launched the program and see how many people can help, you know. Um, but we didn't know that it literally like blew up like. It That's crazy. Blew up like crazy, <laughs> um, and in, uh, I think you probably saw in our post within three days we did over twelve hundred free fall. Yeah. Um, from January first to January third, and I, I thought I, I couldn't afford it anymore. I had to. I I literally supposed to end the program, um, but I just like you know what? Let me readjusted it and try to make it a little bit less days, um, so that we can still survive. Mm. Um, because if we so we don't want to help, but during the third day we didn't. We gave up so much soup that we didn't have enough to cook. So then customers are ordering. We have to cancel the order. And then we also have a guy wrote on online on Yelp saying that he gave us a one star because he said, yeah, you told me anytime, any day and you came go ahead and got nothing and don't advertise it. And I'm like, oh, man, we're just trying to help. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's, that, but that, that's the thing when you get people power, you know, you get some good seeds, you got some bad seeds. Right. And I saw that from getting free food. <laughs> Right. He's trying to do something good, and someone someone's basically being an asshole, saying, "Oh, I wasn't able, you know, I was able, I wasn't hey. able to get my free fall." Haters no, but, are wild. always gonna hate. But to right. his defense, are oh, you gonna say I appreciate you? Nope. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I I always I tell you honestly, what what keeps me going every single morning, and I wake up and get off bed is you try to stay positive, and and maybe that day he needed so bad, and he went somewhere so far, maybe he walked over there, or maybe he took mm-hmm. the bus over there. See. And, and because he went through all that kind of stuff, he couldn't get it. it. It's just a waste of his time. He's hungry. And just imagine when you guys are hungry, you guys are hangry. And that's true. Just think about it, right? I mean, Nothing complain, else. Give no one Yelp reviews. No, but you know, everybody has their own mindset. Everybody grew up differently. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it's just like I, I think we talked about earlier. We just can't judge a whole tree by just that one bad apple, mm-hmm. you know? Or And, and you're right. True. And then, that's but then so I, I got to ask like, where does that come from? You know what I mean? Like, cause it, I think it's easy to say, like a lot of people will say stuff on screen or you read about it. Like you read an article and it sounds good. Right. Yeah. But the reason why, like we wanted to talk to you is because man, that shit was like, it just hit on a, on a different level of real. Like it really did, man. Thank like, you. yeah, like I researched all this shit. I, I actually looked, make sure you weren't a scam. <laughs> but no you get what i'm saying right you'll look back and you'll look like 10 years back five years back you know what i'm saying yeah. and i was like fuck this guy's for real yeah. every review like this dude got reviews from like was it berkeley side or something yes sir like from years ago bro yeah oh, wow. i was looking That's for that crazy. bad review you know this dude an asshole Duh. nothing he's been giving since day one 
I'm like, you're too nice. <laughs> and I, I don't mean that. Like, I don't, no, no, don't, like, don't, you're like, where does that come from? Like, no, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, it, it's how, it's how we were raised. We were raised with nothing. Number one, we, I, I get to see my mom literally work and hustle three, four, five jobs every single day. Um, and then when we grow up with nothing and she couldn't afford me anything. So I had to go out and try to work or try to do other things to provide for myself too. And when you grow up differently in a different neighborhood, you hang out with different people. And when you get to see the other side, um, because it's so easy for people in front of you to be nice. But then when you, something happens, you see different people act differently. I mean, everybody experienced it, you know, especially yeah. the homies or whatever it is. So I, I've been through it through the years, you know, and, and I see what the negative side is. So I always try to do it the other way around. And and I think that when you see so much negative growing up, mm. you, you want to make a change. Because I, I thought about it. There's, there's literally like. There's only a couple options I can do if I keep on hanging out with the different or the wrong people and, and, and doing it the wrong way is go to jail, die or be crippled or doing something, you know. Mm -hmm. So if, if you go with that way, it doesn't benefit you anyways. So then I try to revert everything around, trying to do differently, trying to hang out with different people, try to mm -hmm. think of more of a positivity. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you try to be more positive with people. Because I've seen some of these guys and some of my old friends, they're not bad people. It's just when you grow up with one parent or you grow up with nothing or, Stop, you, yeah. or you grow up with, you know, bad people and they don't teach you, you grow up like that. You know, it's not their choice. And and it's just that you can't really look at it, people from right up there and go, you know, he's not a good person or she's not a good person, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that and examples that I came through, like that's what I was telling you earlier. So yeah, it's just experience of what you're going mm -hmm. through right now. And is what I went through. It kind of helped me become a better person. Yeah. And, and, and one of the reasons why I work even harder now and everything, because I have two daughters, um, I have a one and a half and a three-year-old. Um, so if I can teaching them is one thing, but if I can show them that we can do it and they can learn from the, the next generation, I think I've done my job right. Right. So, yeah. I like that. So it's not just before, during, it's also after, uh, and long-term. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's so nice. Nice. Right. You guys have any questions? Um, no, I just resonate with everything he said. I think, you know, if more people uh, treated each other like that, you know, even if we have our differences, even if, you know, we vehemently disagree with people, we can like come to a common ground and respect them as a human. And I think that's like such a, you know, great perspective. I know you said um, before you were before you got into FU, we were talking off camera about how you used to um, sell cars and all that kind of stuff. And you said you had a mentor. And I think I, I just wanted uh, to hear more about that just because I think it's so important to have like a mentor, like, um, you know, someone, you know, that can kind of like help guide you. I think that's like super cool if you can. Yeah. So, so yeah. after, you know, I, I, I was not barely graduating high school and then trying to go to college and I didn't get a degree and I, didn't, I really didn't know how to do anything. Um, and, and I didn't want to hang out with the same people that I hung out before. Um, so then, um, I had, I had one of the homies, he said, um, he worked at BMW and he says, Hey, you know what? Uh, why don't you try to sell some cars? You know? And then I was like, I don't know how to sell some cars, you know? And then he says, dude, you know how to talk? You've sold stuff before. Dude, why? It's the same thing. It's you the know? same thing, right? It's the same thing. It's you give just got more money. Right? Mm -hmm. And then and then ended up, I said, yeah, let me give it a shot and see what's going on. So then um, I apply for Toyota. Um, and uh, they're crazy enough. I was 21 years old. I came in there and they gave me a job, you know, and, and I found out um, that 
you really have to be an adult. Like when you work with adults, you got to be adults. You got to come on time. You got to uh, work on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. You can't complain. You got to work on holidays um, and, and you got to keep on literally like hustling. You know, it's not like kind of like, man, I don't feel like going to work today. I don't want to go, you know. Um, and through the time I had one of the mentors, uh, his name is um, Mr. William Lamb. I'll never forget. He's like the kindest human being. He's like an angel. Right. And and he's the kind of guy that, that I think I told you guys earlier that he would help people and he don't even know him. And and, yeah. and one of the things that he got me really, like he really got me is when somebody called at 10 o'clock, we closed at nine, I was there with the customer and somebody called and their tire didn't work or their keys got locked inside the car or something happened. He drove out to the airport. He picked up the family, drove the family back to San Francisco from Oakland airport, dropped off the wife and kid, came back with the husband so he can get his extra key to get inside the car. And it was like, two in the morning, never met the family, never did anything. And I say, why do you do it? You do it because you want to, it doesn't matter if they give you credit or not, because as long as you do the right thing, there's always somebody watching. And if you don't expect anything in return, they're still going to give you something in return no matter what, but right. you just kind of just do it. And, and it makes that next person right. his mindset. Yeah. But that's so, but guys, let's, Let's keep it a buck. That's very okay. That's not rare, bro. It's not rare. I, I he knows what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I do because I, it's just to me, it's just rare. Like I don't think I've ever. I maybe know one guy in my life that is that that has that same energy. Uh. One guy, and I think I'm lucky to even know one guy. I don't think any, there's people that on this earth that probably know any of those people that that care on that level. You know what I mean, Vicky? Anything you have to say? You, you have any thoughts? Um, honestly, I just think like experience is just a greatest life lesson you know yeah so i it's amazing to see just everything that you've been through to get to where you are now um like far restaurant or not to me this is the story yeah far restaurant or not yeah they're just we're just blessed to actually get eyes on it because of sf gate so really it's because sf gate otherwise you know what i mean like how how would we have come across this yeah true 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 you know and at the end of the day you wouldn't have come across this without mom so yeah, um, it, it, it's really um, because you know how, the funny thing is you guys grow up. Your mama always tell you a whole bunch of things and you don't listen. Mm -hmm. And then she says, and then one day you goes, "What did I tell you? I told you so, right? I mm -hmm. told you so." This I just and then when you get to your teenager or you get to 18, 19, 20, 21, you go, "Oh shit, she's right," mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and then and then when when you start getting around that age, you start it to care. I would say not that you don't care, but you care a little bit more, you know, and, and then ended up, you kind of see what they went through and everything. And because of her and everything, she's influenced me also. That's what we get into SF gate and um, everything else is going on. So mm -hmm. how'd you go from selling cars to opening up a pho restaurant? Yeah. How do you make that transition? Oh yeah. And like, and like, where does, where does, what does pho mean, mean to you? Like, why does it, why did you choose such a like amazing things? I, I fucking love pho. <laughs> so like, how did it, how did that happen? So Eat Vietnamese, yeah. <laughs> like, you you know it's it's just um it's just our family thing, our recipe, everything. Um, my mom always loved to cook at home. Uh, she never likes to go out and buy stuff. Uh, we always cook everything from scratch, and so um because of that, it influenced us to um do everything from scratch and and cooking everything because you have to cook with love and and you have to cook it where you, you want to put every effort and every ingredient there like you mean it and you want the next person who eats the meal love as much as you do. And that's why it's always like that. And, and her thing is always like, um, uh, never feed anybody anything you wouldn't eat. For sure. It doesn't matter who it is. Mm -hmm. So when you really look at that concept, you're kind of like, 
Okay. I, I think so. Then I, I want to open a restaurant for a while already. Oh, you did? Okay. I, I want to. Okay. But it's just, I never, I, I, we can never afford culinary school because, you know, those things are expensive, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so we never afforded. I tried asking her, she's, are you stupid? What the hell? <laughs> man, go in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> culinary school. That's man. your culinary school. Yeah, go in the kitchen, start chopping up some onions. What the hell's wrong, you kid? <laughs> Tell me to pay you money. <laughs> you ain't paying nothing. Right? <laughs> so, so, so then ended up, you know, just kind of learned through the kitchen and everything. And, and I keep on telling my mama that, you know, hey, I want you open a restaurant, you know? Uh, I think we'll, we'll make it, you know? And then she says, no, it's too much work. You don't do it and everything. And then I told you, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it one day. And so she didn't believe me. So then as I was working through the car business and everything, um, I, I got um, into a management position. Like I was telling you guys, earlier, like around 25. And then my money double or triple because, you know, the income's better. What were you then at that uh, time? I was a finance manager. Oh, yeah. They make hella dough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I was lucky enough. I was like the youngest one there. And then I was making like, like. 200 grand like the lease nice. yeah, yeah oh okay yeah because because nice. i get to know all the banks and then i get to talk to them i get to do like literally like it, it's a whole different experience and then i could have stayed there because i would have made hella money you know um but then i just didn't like the atmosphere i, mm. I didn't like that i don't have stuff under my control mm. what, what does that mean um it means that i, I want to take care of the staff better mm. i want to take care of the customer better um, and, and I know that dollar value always like ahead of everybody else, but if you can convert it and put people in front of money, the money's going to come back. So then people couldn't understand that. And when I tried to focus and then I tried to do that at work, nobody listens. And then especially corporate, they, they like to kiss ass, you know? So it's kind of <laughs> like, Hey, if I like you, you get everything you want. If I don't like you, you get in trouble every single day. Mm. Um, and so I always get in trouble with management because I'm very hard headed. And if something is not right, I will fight to the teeth. Like I, I, I really don't care, you know? And so some managers don't like me the way I am, but then the one that does like me respects me because, you know, that's just the way I do it all these years, you know? And so I kept on looking around three years, four years, five years, trying to find a place. And even if I couldn't afford it yet, I still make phone calls. Hey, are you guys renting it? How much does it cost to rent? And then I get an idea of what it is and then and then i drive around neighborhoods and see this and see that and i go home and do more researches you know everything and then finally after all the looking i found a place for rent a block away from my workplace mm. um they had a sign up it says for rent literally just a sign up it's not on LoopNet. it's not on any online website it's just a, a husband wife put that up i walked there like at 27 and then I walked in, I told him, I said, hey, uh, let me uh, let me rent out this place. And he's like, dude, who the hell are you? You're just a kid. What are you talking about trying to uh -huh, tell you want to rent uh -huh. the place? How are you going to pay for it? And Oakland, right? First Oakland. location, Oakland. Yeah, yeah. first location, Oakland. Mm. And then after six months of going back and forth and everything, uh, they agreed to sign the contract. You know, um, so so ended up, um, uh, they once they agreed to sign the contract, then it took me like two years to uh, put everything together. Um, so every money that I made from finance, I put 100% into the business. Uh, so I'm paying two years of rent without having any business. One question. What year was this? This was um, 2012. So you've been in the 2011, game. 2011, 2012, when I first started going out trying to figure out something and trying to find a place to rent. Yes, yeah, so you've yeah. been doing the, in the in the fun game for like seven, eight years. Easy. Yes, sir. Eight, uh, almost years. seven years. Almost seven. That's crazy. Yeah. Nice. Dope. So like, <laughs> I'm like an amateur home cook, right? I love to cook. So like, how do you make your fuck? 
Like, can you like get? Is that a secret? He wants. He wants no. to trade secrets, bro. I want your recipe. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 it's all. Got, what goes? He wants to compete. Is that what you're trying to do, yeah, Justo? I'm up my he own. wants to steal your business. Yeah, I want my own weird. <laughs> just, weird just those. Uh, It'll be the worst restaurant in the world. Uh, <laughs> but like how? Because a lot goes into it, right? Yes, yes. Uh, a lot goes. First of all, it's it goes back to the quality of food. And uh, just so you know, Vicky hasn't. You know, you yeah, know, she hasn't had fun. So let me tell so, you, Vicky. <laughs> so explain to everyone. And just those would be called weird club. <laughs> that didn't help at all, right? But like, it's the broth. I've always told that it's, it's about the broth, and you got to make That's sure. That's a hundred percent. It's all about the broth. Yep, is what it's a hundred percent exactly. So what we do is, um, first we get the quality of the bone, the beef bone. That's what we sell the most. Is um, you get the beef bone, um, you you get the good quality. You cook it up inside a pot, and uh, usually restaurants, I would say they cook about 50, 60 pounds of bones. We do about a hundred. Nice. And and uh, the more bones, the more flavor. Oh, yeah. Now, does it matter? Is there a different quality of bones? Uh, there's different grades on anything. You know, on a, a, everything that you buy. Um, and when you have these vendors, they give you an option. Do you what want if, the less expensive or the most expensive? How about human bones? How about if I got some human bones? Uh, <laughs> we don't do human bones. <laughs> that goes against everything. I'm going I'm to have some human right. bones. That would go against <laughs> everything he believes in. He's about taking care of people. And right. you know what? He's no, giving people human bones. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, T. I got, I, I got excited. This went way left. Right. Bones. Like, bro. I'm kindness, but like, I'm also a cannibal. <laughs> right? Keep going, T. I'm sorry, T. No, no, you're good, man. So so then when we usually, we cut, we cook up the we cut we would cook up the bone and then um uh, we put it in a pot and we cook it up we take away all the dirty stuff like that floats on top like all the fat and everything and then once we do we rinse it out we mm. recook it again one more time oh wow and then um first of all it's important because you got to get all the dirty stuff out mm. and then once you get past all the dirty stuff then we cook up a 200 quart pot Nice. Um, because I'm not that tall, so it probably goes up to here. So you I know, see I see. I be peeking in the back sometimes. I'd be like, What's yeah, it, it's fat, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. titanium looking thing. Yeah. Um, and we cook it overnight, so 24 hours, literally. Mm. Um, and it simmers through overnight. Um, and then the next day, uh, we cook it up. We put in, you know, coriander, um, cinnamon, ginger. Mm. Um, you put in onions. Um, tons of onions. Uh, whole pieces of yellow onions and then we cut them up we put it in there and it simmers through the day and then once it simmers and everything like around the next day then we start putting in the morning we put brisket in there and then we put flank whole pieces of fresh brisket and flank and then we put it in we cook it for about three hours uh, four hours sometimes and then it softens up and then we take it back out so it has a flavor from the bone and the soup within the meat. So is the key to like really incredible fun is really the it length of time so and the quality. I know yeah. it's the time. So I'm hungry now. <laughs> I know. Right? Not to put anyone like what's the like what would you say the um what how do I word this? Okay, so what are other fire restaurants? Maybe what are they missing? It's not what they're missing. Everybody has a different way of doing it. Okay. Um, you just kinda gotta know your market. Mm. Um meaning what? Like Wherever you answer. open, you gotta Sorry. know what kind of people comes into your restaurant. Um, you know, if, if you, and that's why it's so important to listen to your customers, um, because every business you might think, you know what you're doing, but until the doors open, the person walked through the door, they are the one that tell you what you're doing right or wrong. And it's up to you to listen or not. The customer's always right. Always right. Mm. <laughs> Boom. Unless okay. they're yelling at your retail, staff. In fact, Unless that's so true. Unless they're yelling at your staff. Oh yeah. And they're yeah. completely in the room. Yeah. So, so, so what, what we have <laughs> is, um, we have the same philosophy that customer's always right because I know my staff is very respectful of everybody mm -hmm. but if he or she that comes in through the spot and try to blow it up and trying to start something i personally kicked out customers 
Nice. Good, as yeah. you should. Okay, so you, there's a limitation. Yeah. There's a limitation. Because you're People very selfless. You're very courteous. And, you know, that, that was... That's, but, I was going to ask you later on. I'm like, man, there's got to be a certain point where enough is enough. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. For for me, I'm very nice, but just don't disrespect me and the staff and what we're doing. And and we're all good. Um, but the minute that level of, you know, that imaginary line that people kind of cross. Yeah. Um, I give them warnings. I tell them, I say, yeah, this is not right. I even tell the staff too sometimes, you know, because you got to be straight with people. And if you tell them that and they don't listen, then, dude, then you don't have to be here. It's very simple and easy. Right. Um, but but for me to go to work, I have never, I will, wait, let me repeat that. I can't say I never yell at my staff. Sometimes <laughs> I do, but for, for 95% of the time, I would say. I let them go do their thing because they work really hard and, and they put a hundred percent in effort and everything they do every single day. And if I don't disrespect them, nobody can walk through that door and disrespect them the same way. And if I don't stand up to them, mm -hmm. they do not feel comfortable going to work, which means it makes the environment, the work environment shitty. Mm -hmm. And meaning I have a high turnover ratio of employees and staff mm -hmm. because same way, if you don't feel safe going to anywhere, why the hell you want to wake up every single morning? Learning to be manager is tough, man. Like you got it. You know what I mean? Like to manage people and to know and to be empathetic. That's, you know what I mean? That's, it's easier to say, harder to do. It's to just, lead, to lead a staff. Uh, and you know no, what I mean? I would, I would have loved to have you as my manager. Right? Man, you want, she's looking for a manager. You know and you're a Bay Area yeah. dude. She's an artist. They're artists. <laughs> Serious. You down? Fomager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little I'm bit busy fomager. right now. With everything that's going Yo, on. Speaking of, man, she's a Bay Area artist. He's a Bay Area artist. You ever you ever have artists come in? Like, have you ever had a, do you have a story there? Uh, B-Smoke comes in. Now he hasn't come in a lot. But B-Smoke just come in literally like, I won't say every week, but every other week. This man come <laughs> through know. with a backpack, headphones, sits at table 51, <laughs> doesn't say nothing, nobody, orders a chicken pho. Just by himself? Just by himself. Okay. Orders a chicken pho and chicken pot stickers. Forgot. Forgot. Yeah. And a Thai iced tea. And that's it. He sits what? there, he chills. People come up, talk to him. He's like, nope. What, you just like peasants? No, like he, he <laughs> no, he, he really, like, like he's just the way he is, oh, you know? Right. And he doesn't really like to talk to guys mm. also. Mm. It's just his, his thing. I, I don't know what it is. He'll, he, he, he talks to like women and children and kids and like all that kind of stuff. But if men usually come up, talk to him, he doesn't really like to do unless, unless you're the homies or you're close to him. And it's cool. you know, I, I've seen it, but when he's eating, we always try to give him his space, his space, space yeah. his own Beast thing. Mode, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's hella cool though. Like he's, dude, he's like, I, I know I'm saying all this, but he is so cool. He comes in, he's very nice. He's very courteous to us. And and he doesn't say a word. He doesn't like, you know, try to go and then go, oh, I'm this, I'm that. He just low key put that Yeah, on, he wants, you know, I mean, at just, the end of the day, well, people always got to remember we're all humans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if he has headphones on. Vicky, you know, no, like, I know that, I hope, but I, yeah. that's what I'm, but I'm just yeah. saying like, we're at the end of the day, we're all humans like all we same. all have regular yeah. lives we all eat right. we all drink we all sleep you know? exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. um nice. definitely getting more to the story um in, in a few but you want to break it up and maybe talk about some some pop culture shit yeah cool. let's do it what let's... if Ka what if kanye and kim came into your restaurant <laughs> you said you said the customer's always right are they always right t you know what are they always right? no I, I tell you honestly if 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 them or anybody is they're courteous then yes, you know, uh, it, it's just the amount of level of respect for each other, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but if the people start going to trying to blow up and thinking they're all that or mm -hmm. whatever it is, and they try to rock the boat or mm -hmm. trying to make the store a little bit crazy, mm -hmm. um, then I, I, with all due respect to them, you know, I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with them yeah. being inside there because if my staff don't feel comfortable, it doesn't make sense at all, you know? Yeah. What do you guys think about the divorce? 
You know, obviously, Kanye yeah, Kim. It's official, bro. It's always official. No, 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 no. For years. Hold on. But the paperwork apparently. Look. Anything can change, but the paperwork already is underway. Let's just assume they're getting divorced. Things aren't great. How about that? Let's just put it yeah. this way. Well, things haven't been great for a while. Yeah, yeah but Vicky, like, now that's legal. It's been so... Man, it's been so bad. It's been so bad. They've been bickering back and forth about them Everything. leaving each other. And, you know, Kim always talks about how he right. has an anger issue and yeah. he's just dealing with so much and... You know, and, and with him supporting Trump, I don't think that really helps you. According to, according to according to the media, they're saying that the last straw for her was he decided when he, his decision to run for the presidency. Presidency. So yeah. if we're just gonna go by that, I could. I mean, I she's hella patient. You know no, what I'm but, saying? She waited till then. No, but, but to make but, this but decision. I, but I really honestly think it, it works both ways. It's not just a one way street. Um, they they're both celebrities, so they already know going into this. This is shit yeah. you know and, and for them to yeah. last that long props to them with kids six and years? everything Man. right yeah, four absolutely. kids six four, years well you i heard i also read that um there was a time where they were actually thinking about getting an abortion yeah no he said it he said it, it he said it publicly during a rally he says all he says everything hella embarrassing right right yeah. that would have right. pissed yeah pissed right. a lot not, of people off i mean right. for her to deal with that um, but like you said, it does go both ways. It does go both ways. I mean, there's and, things that we don't know that like, that Kim was doing. Yeah, and and, and honestly, yeah. they, they're both in two on, different entertainment businesses. Oh, we, 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 we know Kim. Kim. Like we right. know Kim. Like we right. know no Kim. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all seen the tape. All right, we know Kim. We know Kim. So uh, we, we know yeah. how many times she got married. You know, <laughs> how many times it was Chris Humphreys. It was another guy. I don't even remember him. It's I don't know. Watch the show again. You, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I honestly, I was. I would. I do watch the show. I knew it. they're on their last season. I yes, but I, I didn't start watching it until like season what? sixteen, like towards the end. End. But then I saw like uh, maybe a couple episodes of the like first first ones. Dude, it's crazy to see how they look. Right. Like, I don't watch the show now. anymore. Why? Just a lot. Of, I mean, more mature, right? Older. More mature, older. They got done. They got, you know, stuff done. It's just, it's completely different. people. New faces. You know what I'm talking about? You know, they have their own thing. Yeah, they're just, they're they're two, the thing is they're both into two different industries, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. that's already a Mm -hmm. big factor. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, we don't know what happens between closed doors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and money. I mean, you're saying they look different. You mean you're talking about like surgery, plastic surgery? Yes. Yeah, of course. That's when you have- They'll probably deny, they'll forever deny it. That's that's called societal pressure and way too much money. That's what I think. You know what I mean? If you're broke, you're, you're, who's thinking about getting your, you know, an ass implant? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, then you're you're worried about getting your next meal. That's too much disposable income. Speaking of income, check this out, okay? So they got, bro- Combined net wealth between both of them, $2.1 billion. Kanye is worth $1.26 billion. Kim, they're saying she's only worth $750 million, but it's liquid, like it's cash. His is tied up in, in Adidas, Adidas and whatnot. Yeah. But still, this is all a lot of money, yeah. and then they got $70 million in combined assets. So it's like, who should get what? You know what I mean? Like, in my mind, it's like, this is ridiculous, bro. Did they sign a prenup? They got a prenup. Sure. We don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows yet. Come on, man. Most they likely they to. got a prenup. Yeah. yeah. If they're smart. Especially her mom. She'd probably get a prenup. <laughs> so prenup is like, what's oh, mine is yeah. mine. What's yours is yours. <laughs> it was Chris, hey, Chris Jenner was like, you're going to get that prenup whether you like it right? or Right, Chris Jenner knows. Yo, she, she knows. knows. Look, man, I've been around the, I've been around the block. Show me the prenup. 
<laughs> Trust you know me, what? Kim. No, no matter what we say, it really goes back to mom. See, her yep. mom yeah. hustles. Like her mom, no matter what you say, her mom knows the business. Yeah, her right? mom, her mom, dude, her sure. mom, yeah, Brains. her mom, right? her Brains. mom is so smart. Right? Do Do you think all of them into like you guys? Will think, you guys yeah. will know this. Do you think this is going to be inspiration for more for better music for Kanye? No. Nah, he's, nah, he's sorry. Experiences. This no. is an experience. You get what I'm saying? No. I don't know, man. I miss no. the old Kanye. I do too. Will this bring back the old Kanye? Hell no. no. He can't. Probably not. Because he's, he's, it's done. Yeah. I think with everything that's going on it's with him though. supporting and him going a little bit berserk about everything, it's kind of hard for him to go back what he used to be. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, and he has so much stuff going on now that he's not focused like before. Because remember before he wasn't, he, he was Kanye, man. He wore yeah. the, Louis. Everything he does, he raps yes. about it. And, yeah. and he talks about fashion. He goes to, you know, um, everything about fashion. But then now he's getting so involved with so many things that he's staying Gap. off. And, right. And you know what? I think Adidas. it's also because he probably has a lot of yes men around him. Like he wants to do something. Yeah, you should do it. Yeah, you should do it. Like there's not, but I feel like there's nobody that's really guiding him into saying, no, maybe you shouldn't, this wouldn't be a good move. Or maybe you should, you shouldn't stray that way or you should try something different. But you know, I mean, he's Kanye. So I mean, a lot of people aren't going to want to say that. I just feel like celebrities, like it's hard for them to have like, to me, like real friends in your corner. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of yes people who enable you, you know, and like instead of, you know, telling him, hey, man, like you need to focus on your mental health, you know, like that should have been number one. I mean, because there was times Kim was like supporting Kanye, like do specific things, especially like around like the politics. And she had all these kind of things talking about she needed to be like straight up you know with kanye about mm-hmm. his mental health and how he you, needs to but, take but, it but you know what i think we sometimes we misjudge him also because you might think that he's a little even i myself think he's a little crazy but i think sometimes he's so smart that he he thinks ahead and he thinks a little bit different than your normal people sometimes yeah so he gets the wrong side or sometimes he says stuff that's too advanced right that people don't want to hear it yet uh, but his brain is like, I, I think he's a genius. He, he, yeah, well, I, I, he's gr- smart. I agree. He's smart. I agree. Yeah. He has emotion, um, is emotional. I mean, he was, wasn't he diagnosed or is that not true? Yeah. I, I can't say. Wasn't he sure. diagnosed with bipolar disorder? Like, like, I mean. But there's levels to it because my father, you know, before he passed, he had it to the, you know, the worst stages. There's levels to bipolar. I just want to ask this. Okay. And this is like, not to sound insensitive, but I don't know why. Why, why do I low key feel like, I'm not saying he is, but you think there's a possibility he's trolling us? What I, what I'm saying is, do you think like there's really something wrong? What's not, not like Takashi? Like yeah, do, no, do, you, think, do, you, think Kanye, do you think this is all? Remember you used to talk about plans. <laughs> do you think Kanye is kind of like low key? This is making he's being more dramatic than it really is to get more attention. Do you think this that's a possibility at all? Mm. This is an act. Nah, no, I don't think okay. so. I, 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 I think, like a low key troll. Nah, I feel like Kanye's always been. I think it's real. Kanye. I think he needs like legit, like he needs therapy, Some guidance. You know, of course he's like he's a genius, of course, but like he needs to focus on his mental health and being happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for a long time he's been chasing like he. I, and it's it's common for a lot of people to do that. Where like I need this in order for me to be happy. So like you know whether it was fashion or him trying to get accepted by all the big European uh, fashion labels, like him yeah. wanting to be in that space, him wanting to be elite, like white people elite. That's like been kind of his, that, it's a, his, chasing mm, that high. Yeah, it's a chasing the high. That's so like chasing that when high. You don't have 
you know, a clear understanding of like, you know, happiness comes from within, not from like all these things that you want to acquire, like you're chasing the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I just really like, you know, uh, you know, T's message, you know, I think that is really the, the, the essence of being happy is like, you know, giving to people and that just having that love, like respect for yourself and having that, you know, um, reflect your business. But not, but guys, would you say that's probably, that's based off how you were, your experiences and how you were raised. Let's put it this way. T, would you say you'd end up this way if you were raised differently? You see what I'm saying? Like your mom taught you to respect others. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speak for you, mm-hmm. but I think you kind of get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I've never thought about the other way. This level um, of but, empathy and but, selfishness. But, but, is, but I, I would think that Kanye, because I mean, he grew up with his mom. He loved his mom, you know, even before. Because think about what, I think what got him was when his mom passed away. A hundred percent. Yeah. And 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 from and what we were talking about the yes men and all that kind of stuff before that his mama always gave it to him straight. Mm, his mom was his manager, right? Like the, his mom I'm was his compass. His momager. It's momager. Momager. That's right. Yeah, momager. <laughs> so so, the, so then ended up it was just kind of like um it, it wasn't um a lot of people who really looked after him and he just kind of steered to I wouldn't say the wrong direction but to a different direction. Um mm-hmm. I I know he's still there and what he's doing because you really think about it for him to make over a billion dollar he's not stupid and it's not lucky money. No, I agree. You know? I agree. Um, so, so he doesn't do things, but I just said through through getting over a billion dollars, he had to sacrifice a lot. And personally, yeah. it's 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 his own personal feelings that he had to sacrifice, right. or wherever his mom taught him. Yeah. Um, I tell you, that's a good money. I just hope I never have to go through that because, man, it, it's a lot of money, but you kind of gotta sacrifice so many. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you have to ask yourself. Like, is it worth it? I mean, to damn near sell your soul on some level, yeah. like, and like you're a piece of yourself and your integrity and all these kind of things. Is it worth it? I mean, when you know that, like, you can have X amount of money, like, you know, you're good. I'm looking at the shoes. Yeah. See? Okay. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I, I like, I guess, that's you know, for qu- me, it's that's like, the question. Like, I, you know, how something. much is enough? Right. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> let's experience that. And then we'll let you know. <laughs> you know, but you know what I'm saying? We'll like, let you know. Like, right, right now we're just kind of observing, you know. I mean, oh man, I just can't imagine all, you know, all these different, you know, levels he's going through. Well, I tell you what, let's just switch, you know, let's switch lives. I'll let you know. Okay. Let's switch. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll let you know. Um, yeah. You want to talk about the, the rumor with this whole word? Did you hear about the rumor? No. Nah. Oh, why he that Kanye why they're getting slept divorced? with Jeffree Star? That's bullshit, by the way. I agree. It's yes, been, but it, it's a know, funny rumor. You know what, though? Know. <laughs> Vicky, tell, I don't know. V- Vicky, tell the room who Jeffree Star is. Go ahead. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's a... What? <laughs> Jeffree Star. Who is Jeffree Star? Yeah, who is it for people who don't know? The makeup dude. Oh, the makeup mogul. What? They don't know. People, some people don't know. Yeah. Oh, dude. It. Famous, super, super, like, well-known makeup, like... Mogul. Yeah. He's got his own. Seriously, he's got his own line. Cosmetic line. So the backstory is he's a social media. Oh, I actually, ha- I actually had one of his uh, makeup palettes. Yeah. So <laughs> Wait, does so he identify nice. as a, he, so uh, nice. he identifies as a guy, right? He's just gay, but he like. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know. So Jeffree Star is big on YouTube. Because he had like a boyfriend and like, I'm pretty yeah. sure he identifies as him for sure. Yeah. Big on YouTube. Huge. I'm talking about millions of followers. Got his, got his own makeup line. Like. Rich beyond belief. So the rumor was that Kanye left Kim, cheated with with him, like they they they, they hooked up. I know it's it's out of left field, but it, it's also when it came out when when it started trending on Twitter, it's like I ain't gonna lie, I'm like eh, this is possible. You know, Kanye's creative guy. That's what creative I'm saying. Guy. <laughs> creative guy. That's what I said. That's what I said. I said, you know what? I don't. 
Wow. I, I, I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying I do believe it, but I'm not saying that I don't believe it either. So I never was, thought about that. Before. You know, this big TikToker started the rumor because she has hella followers. Yeah. But I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like first when I saw it trending, I'm like, hey, it could happen. I'm not that. Sh- I'm not that shocked. I, I want to know more. And didn't she say that she has like sources? Didn't you say she had like she knows people that yes. like, can confirm it? Or yeah, something? just I mean they can say anything they want on social. But here's the thing, Jeffrey Star. If you look on her, his channel, whatever, you know she already said that it's not. It's all a rumor. It's not true. He's too mm-hmm. short. I like taller men. So you know that's what Jeffrey Star said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know what's crazy? Check this out. Lying. Guess where she? Lying. Guess where she has a home at? She has a second home. Guess where it's at? Wyoming, In San Francisco, Wyoming. Oh. Where does where's Kanye at right now? Wyoming, the Wyoming, because they're separated. And no, but then they try to Wyoming. say that. You See what know, I'm saying? The, the houses Dude, are like thirty or like, like three hours apart or something. Like I don't know. Like it's in Casper, like, right? People always you know like, oh, they're in the same state. It's like, yo, that yeah. that's like saying San Francisco yeah. and fucking LA. Sacramento, or LA, it, it right? Is right? Kind of random. Yeah. Wyoming, Wyoming. It is kind of. I mean, because you know I mean? goes. There's to a Wyoming. lot of freaking space out there, man. Damn. That's true. What well, she did say she 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 was gonna start like her business out there. Yes, you're you're absolutely right. She, uh, mm. Yeah, the warehouse distribution because her makeup line is so big. Yeah, she's like loaded, like, bro. Blo- like really good. I'm pretty sure oh, it's he, popular. He or she? Yeah, just her, apparently the cosmetics are like on a whole different level. I don't know. I don't wear makeup, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, I, really, you didn't wear makeup? <laughs> like, no. Oh man. Um, but yeah, know. man, I can't say that I'm shocked by hearing it. You know, the whole divorce thing in general. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's, it's that that one I really know is probably gonna happen. I'm just surprised it lasts for that long. You know. Yeah, I'm oh, offense or anything, yes. but you know, yes. I always think celebrity like couples are it's like set up. Like, I think they're managing get together and they're like, "Yo, you and you are gonna get married and y'all gonna have kids." And then you're gonna second and then you're gonna right? get a divorce. Yeah, Man. like yeah, like this is your contract. Look, this is gonna get you X amount of money. You guys put I think it's a bit because that's what Industry marriage is. Like marriage is a contractual, <laughs> you know, business uh agreement. I can just see it taking it to the next level. That's why I was thinking. So that's why when I see celebrities getting married, I'm like, whatever. Hey, Especially like, if they're like two big names. I'm like, you know, J-Lo and who, who, who she married uh, back in the Mark day? Anthony. Mark Anthony. Uh, nah, not oh, Mark she Anthony. Diddy. Huh? She went out with Diddy. Oh, that, but did she marry Diddy? No. No, no she didn't no, marry no. Diddy. She didn't married marry, uh, Ben uh, Affleck. Oh, that yeah. was a big one. Oh, oh yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hella forgot they, about that. They, they were big, you know, like they were big. You know, that was like a big couple back then. Like, I don't know why, because I was like fucking seven years old. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why I knew that, but that's how big it was. I'm like, what? J-Lo and Ben Affleck. <laughs> J-Lo. But yeah, I think that, I think all that is just to help people's career. And it helped. Like, it works. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, hello, DC Cardi, Cardi B and huh? Offset. J-Lo's all set now. Right. Oh, yeah. She's straight. Oh, she set, is. Bro. Oh, she's always, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's But, but she still hustles. She still works. She still put out stuff. She still try to do everything by herself too, you know? She does. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's working hard. Yeah. Well, one thing that I I did read on, I forgot where it was that I read it. It was somewhere online. It um She was getting interviewed and she did say that, you know, when she first was starting music, like a lot of people would be like, oh, why don't you try this? Or why don't you try this? And she was always just like, yeah, all right, I'll try it. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So she, because she didn't really have a direction. So when people mm-hmm. were like, oh, you should try this, you should try, she was like, I was always so open into trying Oh, so things. you're saying she just tried everything? Yeah. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah, no, no, I'm hearing you. Um, people told her, do this. Hey, sing this. Hey, dance like this. I don't know, but <laughs> shit, it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Something clicked. T, question for you, man. By the way, uh, if you're just tuning in or not tuning in, I don't want to use that word. What, what should we use? If you're just uh, hitting play or whatever, got <laughs> the whatever. 
you get them. Make sure you press subscribe <laughs> if you're hitting play. Or an hour win. Okay. Yes. If you're well, pressing yeah, play, make sure you subscribe. We're gonna timestamp well. this. T owner Masterfa. Hey, talk about real quick the the like the produce section you have. Mm-hmm. You got a produce section. I was reading in the article, um, and that's offering free produce for yeah. anybody. So pretty much um, both our locations, we have uh, like a little wagon. Uh, that we put in the front and every morning that I go grocery shopping, um, I split about one third of our produce um, and we put it in the front. Um, carrots, uh, yellow onions, uh, mm. jalapeno peppers. You lemon. buy this. I buy this. I buy this every single day. And and every time I buy it, we put it in the front and we refill it about three times a day. Wow. Um, yeah. We, we didn't know how many people needed, you know, produce and everything, but we did it for the neighborhood. Mm. Um, and then ended up, um, it just worked out so well that um, people actually walking by and expecting for us to have it and the people who comes by every single week and we missing some stuff they tend to ask us oh do you have any more onions or do you have any more cucumbers or wow. tomatoes and then the staff know them so we just take and give it to them so that's so sweet yeah because i mean Beyond it's sweet <laughs> no because because it's I, unbelievable to the, me. the reason why we did it in the first place because um during the pandemic we thought it was just so horrible in every single way and everybody was so affected that my goal was that if other restaurants can just mimic us mm-hmm. because we all buy produce for for our restaurant and if we're not busy we we're going to leave the produce and it's going to be old and you have to throw it away anyways Mm -hmm. so why don't you take why waste it and if you're going to get a big bag why not take a little bit right away while it's still fresh and help save that mom or that grandmother or Mm -hmm. or the gentleman that walking down the street or even the homeless person who walks by and grab like you know like a cucumber or like a tomato or whatever it is you know um but it, you know, I, I want it to affect that way, but um, it's just been a little bit different. But I kind of understand why other businesses not doing it, um, because it's been tough for everybody. Have you um, have you have you gotten any other businesses to do to do that? I haven't seen yet. No. Yeah. Oh. And we did this back in like May, so oh, now it's like okay. January. It's kind of one of those things where like you lead, and then you hope others will 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 follow suit. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you would think so. Um, right? the, the, only, the only time I had one lady, she came in, and she's like um like environmentalist, you know, and and she likes. Like she, she loves plants and trees and all mm-hmm, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she saw what we were doing and we we're growing plants and we we're doing produce. So she tried to come up with a plan to get everybody on Temescal Alley, which is like a lot of um, yep. um, people that um, uh, a lot of restaurants there. She's trying to open up like a uh, produce area. But so far, I mean, she talked to a couple of business, but it doesn't seem like they're very interested as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the most that I've heard and got out of it. So what like what what if they can't afford it t like what if they can't afford to 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 give away this produce no but my my expectation is not you know like they have to do too much um mm-hmm. it can be a little things you know um mm-hmm. you can't afford this and some other business maybe not a restaurant they can afford the time or try to help out some other people if they do different stuff you know it doesn't really have to be food itself it can be a service um, but but the whole maintainer, the whole goal is that just to try to have people do a little bit of something. Yeah. And if you just take away that 10%, you know, of what you have, you can feed two people. You've done good for today. Just you know? anything helps. Um, just anything. Yeah. anything There's helps. always something to give for sure. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, but but like I said, um, I and what you said is um, we understand that, you know, sometimes people are afraid and, and, and that money is not there. So I, mm-hmm. I see why people are not doing it. And because, you know, I, I feel it, too. But uh, we we just felt that, you know, if we could, why not? You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, and initially, uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, a lot of business would think me, me, me. What about me? What's going to happen to me? But you're you're thinking, well, what about them? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like them? It's just um, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's refreshing. Uh 
Uh, what? Explain to me because I'm I'm just I've never heard of this term. What is forbearance? You took a forbearance on your home. So what happened was um, when the pandemic hit, um, we we couldn't pay our mortgage because we closed on our business. On we your lost, personal home, my home, the one that my wife and my two kids are living. <sighs> yeah. Um, so we 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 had to put on forbearance because why? I is either me hiring back my staff or pay my mortgage. Um, so I had a three month forbearance on there and I extended out for another three months. Mm. Um, uh, and then the reason why I did that is because um, I rather, because because if, if the government or the banks, they gave me an opportunity to hold off on my home, then I can use that money for something else. Right. Um, the the staffing, like I yeah, was mentioning, yeah. because you know, it, if, if they don't have a job, they can't feed their family, you know? So I got to take care of them. And then we got to do the produce thing because because the way I look at it is there are people who have it worse than us. We're still living. We still got a roof. Yeah. And they're not knocking our doors yet, you know? So so we're still okay. And we just kind of go through it and then just keep on pivoting and try to figure out what we're going to do. Um, but yeah. but yeah, that's what forbearance is. Um, so it sounds like it's holding off the payment. You still owe the money. You still yes, owe the sir. mortgage, but they're not... Like they're not wiping it out. No, you still got to pay it. But eventually, down the road, six months yeah. down. Oh no, I'm I'm starting to pay and to put payment plans for us right now. I'm just paying oh. a lot more less than than what I'm oh, supposed okay. to do. But I'm still trying to do it, and then whatever extra right. left, I'm still trying to pay towards the forbearance. So Damn. you know, yeah. no, it, it's a hustle. What about your rent, man? Like Emeryville and in, in Oakland, are you getting like deals on that? Like no, so so my landlord at the Oakland, um, that's what I can afford right now, uh, and that one and the Emeryville one, I haven't paid since March. They, yeah, they, yeah, I think they, that was an article. Yeah, they, oh they literally God. just sent me an email. Uh, hey, congratulations on everything, um, on receiving 25K. So what's up with your rent, man? <laughs> right? That's the story. Oh, so they I saw the... It. I knew it. Which is understandable. Yes. I, I that, Which is very, very understandable because everybody's in the same boat right now. Right. And, I, just and, think, man, I just think it sucks because, you know... Uh, I mean, this is something that's beyond your control, right? I mean, you know, this the, the government, you know, mandated the shutdowns and yeah. of course it's a coronavirus. And that's when it's the government's job to take care of you so you don't put yourself on forbearance or or at least they they freeze rent, you know, evictions, all that, you know, should have been done. It's got people acting like this like this is a game of thrones. Like everyone's yeah. like just kind of going in. Like, I mean, seriously, you have to do they your killed like, the queen. Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> So they killed the queen. <laughs> that's, went out that's what too. it's like, man. That's what it's like, bro. It's like Game of Thrones. Like, especially I can imagine in the restaurant industry, like yeah. what people have to do, like what creative ideas they have to, to do to save money when this is something that's beyond their control, you know? Um, but you I, know. I, I think when, when, when we really got into this and I really figured out that how serious this thing is for everybody, not just us, uh, it made, it gave me an opportunity to look at the big picture. Mm. And then um, I started reading about stories about people who are dying because of COVID family members, and then people are suffering, people are getting evictions. Mm. Um, so I, I look at it as if we're having that bad, we're still in business. People are having it worse. Right. So if you're just trying to open up just a little bit and trying to think bigger, um, you wake up more happier and, sure. and, and you get yeah. more grateful. Um, because every morning you have an option. You're going to wake up pissed off and being negative or you're going to wake up and be thankful that you woke up. I go A. 
one. <laughs> you know, because you know, F2. yeah, because you know, F, 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 every day, and don't get me wrong. I'm kidding. I'm kidding no, not brutal. Every day, some days I wake up, I want to pick A. Damn it, T, why are you so positive, bro? Dude, God, this guy's like a saint. No, I'm, I'm not a saint. It's just, you know, something I, I, like I, an angel. Man. No, I, I've been man, through stuff. He's I, an angel. That's a, pro- that's a problem. We like, we look at people like, oh, they got to be at some level. It's not, I mean, it, the ability that people can do it, anyone can tap into what anybody. he's doing. That's anyone could do it. Absolutely. That's the difference. Correct. Anybody, everybody. Anyone can tap gift. into that. It's just that we have to choose it. And it's mm-hmm. tougher, you know, for. See, oh my God, person. this perfectly ties into the conversation debate we had with you. And that lady that oh, did can people not want the one that did not want to <laughs> let you into that gate, you chose. The do we have time to talk about to that? To go over there? No, just, we no, don't. no. I'm just saying. I'm just no. saying. You, it's what you choose. Right, I'll just it's say this real choose. quick. No, it's the Here's decisions the thing, T. you make. If someone gives you negative energy, I'll just. She's referring to a situation, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I come across it all the time, <laughs> especially at Boston Market in Daly City, dude. <laughs> I'm there getting my $5 chicken deals all the time, right? And that brings in the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. All right? The bad. Mm-hmm. So, like... No, I wasn't talking about that one. Well, I'm just saying in, 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 oh, in general. I come okay. across these, okay. these he has errands. Another story. He has a new story. Mm-hmm. I got uh, another story. Right. So we, anyway, so I believe that if someone ha- gives you negative energy and puts on negative energy ungranted, I'm sorry, man. Call it. it you can call it whatever it is. If you're being mistreated or you're treating someone wrong... As long as they're not bigger than me, I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna call you out. I, I just don't believe. I don't believe <laughs> that you have to take the bigger, be the bigger man, and it be okay with, you know, and it be okay. For example, at Boston Market, I'll just say it really quick. This dude's told everyone to socially distance 15 feet away from everyone. The problem is the the line to Boston Market was so long we had to all stand outside because this motherfucker. Okay. Now, could I was could I argued with him? I was on the fence, but then guess what? I, s- I said, you know what? Don't argue with him because that would affect everyone else. It would make everyone's meals be colder. It, we'd have to wait in line longer. But it's it's behavior like that that just really annoys me. So that's what I'm saying. There's there's a time and place to be a bigger man or woman. That's all I'm saying. You can't give everyone a pass, man. But sorry, if, if, if well, if it was me, I think I see what you're saying. But if it was me during that time and the guy does that, I try to look at it as. You know what? Maybe somebody's family got sick. Boom. You really think about See? it? Because okay. you really think about it. Let's, let's play this out. Okay. I, I said, <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Let me explain to you. I think that was okay? my fault. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I, I wasn't a dick. I just said, hey, man, bro, we're outside. You know, can we, yeah. can you move up? Because, you know, you have those six feet. There was six feet signs on the floor. He goes, like, really snooty. <laughs> I don't like being around people. Let me repeat that. He said it just like this. Oh my god! I don't like being around people. <laughs> I just said I actually couldn't believe what he said. I was trying to process that he actually said this to me. I'm like, are you serious? He didn't say. Maybe anything. he was just having a bad day. Yeah. Then I would have said, you know what, sir? I agree. You shouldn't be staying home today, sir. Yeah. You know, right? Why do you order DoorDash, dude? Right. There, but yeah. what does that turn into? A longer conversation. We're out in the cold, and the line is out in the cold. Right. Wait in line anyway. <laughs> okay. This, this line was hella long. It was like right? it, it was a special promo sale. The line was long for. It kind of seems like I think what T is trying to say is like in these situations because you will have more probably tomorrow yes, at Boston guaranteed. Market. It's guaranteed. Or today, it's if you do go yeah. out somewhere, it's guaranteed. It's not, just, what I think this should, up, maybe you should test fine. it because I think you've been using the same method probably yes, all your yes, life. Yes. I think you should try this method. I did not combat him. No, I said, no, no, I'm okay. not talking about and combating. I went back in my line in it's, the cold. The combat starts up here though. You were combating him up here first no. before it came out your mouth. So I'm saying, think of it. When you do approach these conversations, try to think of it in his shoes. Like, try to think of scenarios like, hmm, what 
happened to this guy to make him trip this hard? Guys, about I'm going to be giving passes to everyone all day. Then you're going to give everyone a pass. No, oh, it's somebody not about me. giving oh, it's okay. He needed. It's about showing empathy. It's about showing empathy. It's not first. every time. There's levels because... of empathy, guys. No, but there, 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 there's, there's levels there's, to it. There are Did levels. You, were you to showing it? any? <laughs> yes, dude. No, there's a difference between. I wasn't there's a, a difference between empathy playing? and patience. There's a difference between empathy and patience. I and like you being tolerant of him is different than having empathy. I think I exercised both. Facts. I went right back outside. I, I swear to God. <laughs> but did you talk to I went to right him? back outside. <laughs> I went right back outside. So after he said, I don't like talking to you, you went outside? Yes, because 15 feet away. Okay. So did you stay 15 oh, feet away? 15 yes. Feet away. Okay. Yes. I played by his rules. So, you know, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't even know where this came from. Yeah. But like, you know, you're talking about... Uh, okay, but did you but did you think that after after he said that, what like what went into your head? Fucking dick. Okay, see? <laughs> right. It starts that, there. That's what Instead starts, of thinking like Instead hmm, of thinking, well, you know what? I'm being well, honest. Yes, maybe, maybe maybe he had someone no, who passed maybe away. Maybe he had a bad day. You know? Or maybe you, I think you could it could moving forward, you can think like that. It. Even about this person, because you don't know the reality. And that's why you're annoyed because you haven't. I think it just makes your life easier if you thought like T. My life's easy. It's fine. No, I'm you, not you, you lose sleep over it, bro. <laughs> you act like I'm losing sleep over it. I ain't. <laughs> I know, but it is in your head, though. No, no, don't make it. Don't make things out bigger than it is. It's gone. Uh-huh. We're just talking about it. I really don't give a shit. Uh, but just you, like you have a situation, you, you know, it's on and gone, right? Yeah. You have something. You have you have uh, an issue with a customer. You resolve it. I don't think you're losing losing sleep over it. We're just talking about it. That's all this is. Like, like for me, it's so important to stay positive because um, if if I take every, because restaurants are only going to have problems every oh single God, day, I right? Yeah. So if I take every little problem and every big problem, I put it together and I come to work pissed off every single day, imagine how my staff feels. Mm-hmm. And then how would that affect mm-hmm. my customers? Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's literally like it trickles down, you know? So no matter how upset I get and whatever it is, I have to think of a positive way because it, it like you said, it starts from here. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't teach myself to be more positive and look at it, everybody as a better way, I'm going to be pissed off. And then who's going to lose me? And then long-term, it's going to affect him, her, her, him, everybody goes down. And they're going to go, what do I want to go to work with him? Man, he's being an a-hole yeah. every single day, you See, know? See, there's, there's like, a, what is it? The chain of screaming. I've heard it. I heard that oh, on yeah. a TV show. Mm-hmm. The chain of screaming. What is it that? starts off. Like, how I Met Your Mother. Yes, I love How I Met Your Mother. Lead by example? But oh, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, so it's pretty much like, you know, let's say the boss, right? The big boss um, has having a bad day because it started off with, the wife screaming at him or whatever. And mm. then the boss has, has like already has this attitude. Mm. So he goes into the office, starts screaming at his employees because his employees are getting all of this from him, mm. which leads the employees to go home feeling fu- like all mm-hmm. messed up. So it goes into his family, mm-hmm. which ties into just maybe typical. the kids or mm-hmm. something. And it just so happens that what the kid goes to the same school as the boss's kid and something oh, yeah. happens there and it starts all over but vicky that happens a lot yeah. the chain of screenings that's why you gotta break the chain that's why we yeah. have to break, break the, the chain. chain that's why we have to break be, the chain try to be as humanistic as possible and understand that we're all connected yep. you know t is breaking the chain he is he's yep. setting he's he's setting a standard for how restaurants should be and how julian they should you're people. holding on that chain <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just no, kidding. Julian is great. <laughs> Julian treats us he great. Is. Yes, he does. He treats yes, us he great. Does. I just got one last question. <laughs> or do you guys have like one thing we didn't ask is like businesses on behalf of all the businesses. I don't know the specifics, but didn't you guys get a certain loan for small businesses? Or weren't you granted a certain loan? And then the new, the new, uh, was it the stimulus? 
got passed as well, right? So right. so I, I did, a, I applied for the PPP mm-hmm. and they gave me the money. But during that time, um, they gave me the money. I didn't pay my, um, my grocery for like two, three months. Mm-hmm. So it was like about $70,000, $80,000 worth of, you know, food that I haven't paid the lady. Cause I've been oh, a vendor, she's been my vendor for like five years or six years already, you know? Uh-huh. So she was so kind enough to keep on holding it back. So when I got the loan, a hundred grand, I took the loan and every week I write her a check for 10 grand. Wow. And then I take the money and I try to put it back to the store, the employee and everything. And then the next week I get, I make a little bit of money here from the store and I write her another check for 10 grand. So that went on every single week for like about five, six weeks, you know, that kind of stuff. Wow. Crazy. Um, so then ended up, I paid off her on that. Um, That's but great. you know, so it's kind of like, I, I had a lot more other bills, but I just kind of like, literally like to say, fuck it. You know, you just, you just keep on figuring out what you need to do. Wait, that loan you have to pay back? Uh, yes, you do. If there's a will, there's a way. This is some BS, huh? Yeah, bro. They give you a loan. They expect you to pay it back, you know, when yeah. you're darkest of times. And then when you got to pick yourself back up, then you're just trying to get back to square one. But how are you going to get to square one? You still got to pay back the loan. Right. That, no, but, that's but then, life. But then if I get upset about it and then I get stressed about it, who's going to, it doesn't help nobody. It doesn't even help Ooh, me. Boom. Don't be upset about so, it. You know, no, so no, he's no. kind of like, I was like, you know what? Screw it. If I got to do it, do it. But I think of it right now. What can we do to benefit everybody right now? And what can I do to do right now? And then what other plans do we have? If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. That's good. I like that perspective. I think we can mm-hmm. do both where we can. Of course you do. Like, of course he does. <laughs> I mean, like, I, like you got to work with what you of got. Course he does. But at the same time, we got we to gotta make determinations to change like how politics is made because yeah. you that should not even be a scenario for you um just because of some you know uh this huge pandemic that's happened you know uh it's putting you in a situation where you gotta be more in debt and uh something the government should have taken care of Word. Word. Right. um you know what we gotta have you back on again because we did we did not even talk about sneakers and i'm sorry oh, you're good <laughs> top, real quick top three top three what are your grails Top two, uh, top one, top five. I would say my um, my off white with the Jordan one. Man, this dude came in walk, those, walking with those, Jordan. Are those are yours. Yes, yes, I dude, love those. Those are twelve hundred dollars. I, I don't give a shit how much those are. I want them. They're fire. <laughs> those I had. Those in the white ones is my second. Well, actually, that will be my third. My so second the, off, the, so the one. off white Jordan ones. The the white ones. The Carolina color. Go ahead. Yes, sir. And then the the white one. Mm. Uh, ones. The off white one. Also, I haven't okay. even touched that one. Okay. But my holiest grail that I will never touch <laughs> at all is the Jordan calls the gray one. You have the cause. The I, fours. The four, sir. That one is like uh, just so for, for for anyone that doesn't know sneakers, he's naming the Rolex of shoes. I have GR General Release. Meaning, you know, meaning <laughs> oh that I, yeah, you, yeah, mine are more accessible. You're, how'd you get the cost? Uh, I went through StockX, but that so was- you're paying resale. Uh, I paid, but, then, but then I did it, dude, it was so crazy. I did it like literally when I first released for 600 bucks. Jesus. You did not. I swear, I swear on mama. So you could, re, you could resell that right dude, now. Dude, I don't even want to touch it. Like I'm not, like that's going to be framed you up. Even, you haven't even put I need to see what it looks like. I need to put your shoes on. They're incredible. Would you- on camera right now, will you sell them to me? Nope. No, for, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you nope. $50 above what you paid for them. Nope. 100 I wouldn't give anything. That's like my that's like my baby. DS? A- and my kids, sorry. D- <laughs> wait, wait, are they DS? Dead sock. Uh, yes, sir. Wow. I need yeah. to see a picture of it when, when we're done. We'll show you up. Dude, they're incredible. He's got the Rolex's shoes. 
Okay. There's different levels to it. Just like, what are they? Yeah. Uh, the cause calls. Cause is a well-known artist and yes. he is incredible. And uh, he did a collab and they make a black and the gray. You got the gray, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't get the black. Now the black is like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Dude. I'm never going to pay 50 or no more than hundred dollars over retail on anything, which is why I, just get basically gr but i'll go i'll hit on some I'll things like the easy OCG breads like the easy breads that dropped the the yeah. restock i i'll be honest i hit on five pairs sold them all see my my thing is i i've always loved shoes well me and too then, and Sorry then too. you know like you know people come out they they, they hustle they make a little money they, they go out to do different things that's you know, me people yep. like to go drinking go partying me i like shoes and clothes i just we gotta talk shoes again yeah do you know keezy no, no key. Oh, he's a big influencer here. Oh, big really? He's really heavy. Well, I'll introduce you guys. Maybe we could do something like down the road. Uh-huh. He's on a different like plane. Oh, yeah. Cool. So you guys would get along great. Ones? Yes, ma'am. Oh, they're these yeah. Yeah. The, the, your, the shoes he has, it's like they're what I call impossibilities. Oh. You know what I mean? Those are nice. Impossibilities. Yeah. Uh, that's not. The Foot Locker doesn't carry it. It is nothing like that. Unless you're looking to pay an extremely high price for resale. Forget about I it. Like like the much price, like I like the force. I like the force. Oh, starting twelve hundred to over two grand. And khaki yeah. color. And the, these are shoes that retail for like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Two twenty, two forty. Mm. Yeah, the, these are. This these is like, like a stock. There's like the new calls. Uh, not not the new calls. The off white uh, Jordan fours. The sale, like Those the tan nice. color ones. Oh, yeah, um, I like them. But I mean, I already know I'm not going to get them. So yeah. it's like I don't want to get my hopes <laughs> on something you're not going to get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, real quick, I know that. So you don't ask. You don't want people to donate to you, correct? Correct. You all you ask for anyone that's in the Bay Area is to what? Is to please come in. You guys have some time. Support us. Um, do to go. Um, that helps out the staff, the vendors, the farmers, and then whatever left we have, it goes back to the community. Nice. And everybody wins. We'll drop all the social media um, on the screen or down below right here, and. Uh, is, it, is there anything else you want to say? I'm sorry. Um, first of all, you know, just like I tell you guys, thank you, Mama. Uh, without my mom, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys. Um, the staff, um, uh, amazing people. They're working right now. That's why I get to sit here and talk to you guys. And all the support from everybody through social media, through um, everything you can think of. Um, it, it helped me out to become here. And of course, everybody here, um, Julian, oh. the whole gang. Um, thank you. A million thank you for everybody um, for giving me the opportunity to tell my story. Monster Fa in Oakland, two locations, Oakland, Emeryville. And um, yeah, again, all this information will be down below. Thank you so much, T Train. Thank, thank you. Appreciate yes, it, bro. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yay. Thank you. This is Less Than Zero. Less Than Zero.